Forever Has Fallen is no ordinary action thriller podcast. Each episode contains something usable, like a phone number, website, or email address. Just make a mental note and keep enjoying the story. Afterwards, head to foreverisfallen.com to become a bounty hunter. Armed with that usable something, you can begin to unlock an amazing story world of online escape rooms, hidden content, and character interaction. There are fun challenges to defeat, shocking crimes to witness, and a community of bounty hunters to play with. The deeper you go, the greater your rewards. Fear, when it turns into sheer blinding terror, does a lot of things. With Carl Axel's words ringing in my head, I'm running hard, which I'm simply not equipped to do. I know this might be hard to understand, but I can't run. As in, I honestly look like a duck, with my head leaning far forward and my arms pinned to my sides pointing towards my ass. I don't know why I do this, but it's safe to say running's never been a big thing for me. After about 30 meters, I'm already feeling spent. Pathetic? Yes. But my god, the terror streaking through me has turned my legs to jelly. Carl Axel, on the other hand, went like a startled rabbit, leaping over the handrail, running down to the water, and jumping on a jet ski. It was the look on his face. He was scared. Really scared. The look of a man who could imagine the unimaginable happening to him. It happened so fast. Him turning white, me standing there in shock trying to explain I had turned my phone off. Watching him leap onto a jet ski and heading off in an explosion of white water. When I realized I was alone, that's when the real terror took hold. <laughs> oh fuck, God help me. True to say, I was feeling beyond overwhelmed. Not only could I not run much further, I had no idea where to run to or where the danger that scared K.A. was going to come from. It felt like the entire sky above me was going to collapse onto me at any moment. Not only could I not muster my woefully underpowered legs to take me away, I was clueless as to where they should take me, and that's when the tears flowed. I was reduced to a stumbling, blubbering mess with moist cheeks, feeling like an overturned turtle stealing a glance to see a hunter smacking his lips. And that's when it happened. Excuse me, mister. Are you okay? <laughs> what? Um, it's best just to get away from me. Lena, Lena. It's okay, mom. It's the man from TV. My mom says never talk to strangers, but I know you. Lena, I'm sorry if she is. You are half complexed. Uh, uh, yes, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just having a panic attack, I think. I'm not sure. It, it's okay. Just breathe. Just breathe. Would you like some water? As I'm looking through my blurry eyes at this mother and daughter offering me water, while I'm losing my shit, nothing happens. Absolutely nothing. I have no idea what could have happened. A bullet to the head, a van of masked vicious bastards pulling up, or I spontaneously combust. But none of those things happen. Nothing more unpleasant than being offered a lipstick-stained water bottle. I'm okay, I'm okay. I, I fi I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I, I just... I don't know. I just got overwhelmed. It's been... Very stressful. I'm sure with this whole forever social business, 
I saw you on TV the other night. He seemed to have quite the impact on you. <laughs> you can't imagine. Ah, Chuck, baby. How are you? It's been too long. Hey, nice offices, aren't they? <sighs> I don't have much faith in the cover story. You and the IT security guy. Oh, and the flight over was brilliant, thank you for asking. Emphasis on security. But nothing to worry about. We have the run of the place. You know, Kirill, fingers, pies, all that. Well, lead the way. I want to see where the great man himself dreamt up all of this. And how are those balls of yours? Rumor has it you've gone Hitler. I can assure you, just a rumor. But that bitch, she paid. Oh, you brute. I personally think you can't aim for shit. Which is why it all got messy with the nose thing. My aim is just fine. <laughs> So, here's his desk. Excuse me for a second. Mm. Nope, no tech genius billionaire under here. You really are. Look, can we just get on with it? Kirill is, as you know, not happy. You were meant to be the smart one. So, get smart. Because that little prick vanished the moment he hit the ground. These pussy Swedish cops totally fucked up. And now we have to fix this. Have the police got back with CCTV? Yeah. And? Nothing. Pity he did not use the subway. Plenty of cameras there. So, genius, what's next? Kirill is going to call soon. And, well, I want something to tell him. Oh, his big bad Chuck the Hammer frightened of that nasty old man. Fuck you! Be as smart ass as you like. But this could get very serious for both of us. <laughs> you look so funny just now. Seriously, that pipsqueak got you all jumpy? You get no warning. He can carry on like this for years, and then suddenly, you're on the floor, choking on vomit from radiation poisoning. Ah, polonium-210. So easy to get through security, so easy to administer, and so easy to make a getaway. It takes days until the victim feels anything. You know, it was a woman who discovered it. The wonderful Marie Curie, but the dumb Polak named it after her own country. What does that say about Poland? Fascinating substance. It is all around us. One of the most toxic things you can imagine. Save it! One gram could kill 50 million people and make another 50 million people very sick indeed. For just one person, one millionth of a gram. Think you are scaring me? Oh, I'm not scary. But polonium is positively horrid. As it spreads around the body, it leaves a trail of reactive radicals, taking electrons from any molecule in its path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best part, your very DNA is ruined from alpha particle radiation, which makes your cells go, I don't want to live anymore, and poof, they kill themselves. So for days and days and days, your teeny tiny cells commit suicide all inside you, slowly. You done? I'll tell you what I am. Hungry. Let's eat. Let's be friends. We will get this rascal. I actually don't think he's very far away. K.A.? Ah, you made it. Well done, dipshit. Thanks for making a very fucking dangerous situation even more combustible. Yeah, I'm fine. 
Thanks for your concern. I told you, leave your goddamn phone behind. I had it turned off. off? Hmm. Well, out of the two of us, who has made billions of dollars in wealth from mastering modern communications? Hmm? Since 2004, governments have had the ability to track phones. Yes, even when turned off. It's made it pretty simple to hunt down Arabs, especially the ones we don't like. What? How? No power? No signal? Well, there's two basic ways. Either someone gets hold of your phone and connects a tiny chip directly to your battery, or you can get a Trojan, either as an email or what looks like an update for any of the apps you have lying about on your phone. What? Get out of here. You've got to be fucking kidding. Back in 2009, I consulted on a project in the UAE targeting Edistalat's 100,000 subscribers. Unfortunately, the good people at SSH screwed up and got caught. But this was back in 2009. Imagine the shit we can do now. Those monkeys at SS8 are most likely gunning for me now, just for fun. What about these burners? Like a condom. Pretty much foolproof. They can't pluck us out of the air, not with the billions of signals pouring out. But trust me, they are working on it. And who exactly are they? These sorts of questions you wouldn't allow while I was writing the book. Not even with an NDA. Well, things certainly have changed, haven't they? Right now, you have a mix of government security, private contractors, and our Russian friends. They're all trying to figure out who fucks the duck and who holds it down. Speaking as the duck, I have to make sure no one lays a hand on me. It won't be pleasant either way. Well, what do I... What do we have to worry about? Huh. Don't worry. I understand the need for self-preservation. As you saw, I will get up and move if I have to. Which is why there are certain things you simply can't know. Because, frankly, I think the chances of you getting caught are pretty strong. I really don't like your odds. But I will give you enough to help you. To protect yourself. Um, what do you think? Like, being arrested or... Heard or... Look, don't get teary. I won't give you stuff that can make them go Snowden on you, okay? Most likely, they'll want to shake you down. Already happened. David Borg, son of Jacob, hauled me in. Aside from the rampant homophobia and ancient views on religion, he's about to stumble into the 18th century. Ah, and how did that go? I, I just did what we agreed on. I burned you. I related what an asshole you are with your massive mummy issues and your narcissism and you're most likely a closet gay which is why you gave me the book deal boy. i'm sure mr borg enjoyed more reasons to hate my guts and i'm pretty sure borg senior is rallying the faithful to join the hunt too <sighs> they're pretty much pulling out all the stops david borg's got himself on the interpol task force taking the lead locally okay so in terms of who you have to be careful of and i hope you take notes on this the proper authorities will be watching and listening as you know, I don't do family, and certainly don't have a lot of friends. So the pool is pretty shallow for them to swim in when it comes to targets to get under surveillance. Not even a thought of reaching out to your father? I mean, I can Not another fucking word. Not one more. Not happening. Not ever. Okay, okay, okay. God. When it comes to the authorities, your biggest worry is the Americans. The technology I developed, you can't do without the blessing of Homeland Security or the NSA. There are certain channels you have to work through, and Sweden is very compliant. It only took the assassination of Olaf Palm, our former prime minister, to show what they were willing and able to do. 
can't believe the guts of the OlafPalmFoundation.com to keep that little flame flickering. These guys, they have a different rulebook. Plus, they'll be very worried that I've gone off the deep end. Because I know shit. I'm working out how to let them know I'm not a threat without giving my game away. These guys, you have to be concerned with. They won't kill you, but if they think you know stuff, they'll try to get it. And you might end up in a cell with dudes in Guantanamo Bay you don't want to be romantic with. Oh, please, just fuck off. No way. No way. Now, the big worry is Kirill. There's a bigger worry than disappearing off the face of the earth and becoming a terrorist hand puppet? He knows that I know what his ultimate aim is. And he believes I have done this to pull the rug from under his grandmaster plan. And you, my friend, are in the firing line. Regardless of having these little conversations or not, when I bolted, it was Kirill who I had in mind. But I don't actually know anything. And surely he knows you wouldn't tell me anything important. This is a guy who is more than happy to fake a terror attack, killing hundreds of his own countrymen just to help out a friend. And of course, ensure his own position. He doesn't really get hung up on semantics, nor do his employees. So what can I do? Don't trust the police or any government official. Assume Kirill is behind it. Always have a lawyer present. That makes killing you more complicated, and perhaps not worth it. Try to never be alone, and do what I say, when I say. Well, can you tell me what Kirill wants? My friend, you are best off not knowing. One little slip, it'll be bye-bye Hawkon, along with anyone close to you. Kirill gets really fucking mafioso when it comes to this. Sorcerer, the agent, publicist, and fancy lady with pretty sensational tits. Helping Hekon Blixt be famous. So nice to meet you. Who are you people? Why am I here? Jesus, lady, please. Be original. Everybody asks the same silly billy questions. Soon you'll be, oh, I don't know anything. I have done nothing. Yada yada. You know, Chuck? I really can't stand the repetition. This is the worst part of the job. The tears, the denials, the confusion. Can I rape her before you kill her? Oh my god, help me, help me! Calm down. Chuck, really, so kinky. But now, look at what you have done. Sarah, listen. Please don't hurt me, please. Okay, okay, listen. Please, no more screaming out, okay? It's annoying, and no one can hear you here. Look, hey Chuck, let's show her. Ah! Oh! <laughs> See, nothing. So pipe down, it will only agitate me. And don't worry, that big ape, so many steroids. So I think performance might be an issue. The circus comes to town, but no clown turns up, get my drift day. So, to business. You had a nice lunch with Hekon. Book selling very nicely. Lots and lots to talk about. He didn't happen to mention where Carl Axel is, did he? Um, no. No, not, not at all. But you did talk about Carl Axel, yes. Um, yes. Yes, we did. Um, but I, I have no idea. Um, you're doing well. Stay calm, you see. We talk, you give information. It's going fine, see? Would you like water? Um... Yes, please. Okay, here we go. Thank you. 
I really don't know anything useful, and you're gonna get angry. Sarah, and- Sarah, Sarah, please. We were doing so good then. Come on, you never know what might be useful or not. For instance, Hakon should be here. Not you, but by golly, he is a slippery little thing. This is not our first rodeo. But I tell you, that guy, that guy, he managed to give us the slip. Now, can you tell me why would he be so paranoid? He is jumping on and off random trains, trying to change his appearance, buying clothes, throwing them away. I mean, I tell you, he was very slippery, and that makes me very suspicious. Oh, um, well, he had a, um, gypsy. A gypsy? Yes, there was a gypsy. Please don't hurt me. Promise, please. Yes, yes, it's fine. Just keep talking. And him. Don't let him touch me, please. Please, please. Him? Uh-huh. Forget about him. Men, huh? Sex, sex, sex. It's all they think about. You know, some say they are thinking about sex every seven seconds. But think about it. That's a crazy number. Um, okay, okay, Chuck, okay. go sit down over there. And no more rape talk, okay? Excuse me, mister. No more, understand? Yes. Hey, hey you. Say it loud and say it proud. Yes! Fucking crazy bitch. I heard that, naughty boy. Can you believe I work with this animal? I think he is quite misogynistic. It's terrible, really terrible. What do you do with a man like that, huh? Anyhow. Back to you. There was a gypsy. What did this gypsy want? Well, this is the funny thing. She gave him a phone. A phone, you say? What an odd thing. I mean, the gypsies are takers, not givers. Never hear of a gypsy giving away phones. Did he know the gypsy? No, not at all. He was shocked. I actually thought it might be a bomb. A bomb? My goodness, a bomb. That must have been a fright. I did make a bit of a scene. Tick-tock, (laughs) tick-tock. So, what did he do with the phone? The phone? Uh, it it rang. It rang. Oh, really? As you were having lunch? Yes, yes, yes. It it rang, and Hakon answered. It was, um... Oh, dear. Let me think. Um, I had too many G's and T's last night, so... Um, it was an old friend. Ah, an old friend. I didn't believe it for a second. God, he's an awful stupid liar, but he said it was an old friend whose cat had died. Oh, go on. An old friend whose cat died got a gypsy to deliver a phone. Yeah, yeah. Crazy when you hear it out loud like that, but yeah, how ridiculous, right? Oh, and get this. Hakon claimed that the friend was paranoid, had some kind of schizo thing. Come on, please stop. You're killing me. This Hakon sounds like such a cad. Perhaps him and the ape over there should go bowling sometime, hey? Yes. <laughs> they would make, well, quite the couple. Yes, yes, they would. So Hakon, he apologized, had to take the call, and, and went outside. You didn't happen to hear, just a little bit, the voice on the other end. No, no, nothing. Hakon w- was acting weird. As I said, terrible liar. Crazy, paranoid friend with a dead cat using gypsies as a delivery service. I must say, very inventive of him. Oh, he is a very clever man. Very sweet, too. Oh, I'm sure he is. Just a darling. So, that's everything? Um, 
Dead cat and all. You know, Sarah, I believe you. I truly, honestly believe you. Every single honey-dipped word that left those beautiful lips of yours. Oh, thank you. Yes, it, it was everything. I don't know how I got caught up in this mess, but thank you. Um, please, can I leave? Oh, Sarah, 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 Sarah. Oh, what a waste. You are just so stunning. Oh, please, please, I won't tell. I don't, I don't know anything. <sighs> it's just intoxicating. That smell. The fear just pouring out from you like an aurora. Oh, Sarah, you really do stir my soul. But, ooh, Chucky, no! you've been such a good boy. No! She's all yours. Come and get it. Jesus, woman, I said, no more screaming. I mean, what's the point, seriously? We showed her no one can hear a thing. We even shot guns. My Glock hits 162 decibels. I think you shattered her jaw. The loudest verified human scream is 129. I hope you didn't kill her. Okay, fair is fair. She can scream loud, but really, WTF, pointless. No, she still breathes. I wish I could get onto the program. You on the program? Seriously? Making you ten times stronger with, and please, I speak from the heart, so don't take it personal. But you're not the smartest little malchik in the playground, are you? I think Kirill can see some consequences might not be such a good idea. Frankenstein and all that. Ever read the book? No? Hmm. Okay. Just stick to the roids, big boy. Well, now I have to wait until she wakes up. Oh my. I didn't realize you were such a romantic. When you're done, make sure the body is disposed of. As in, itty-bitty-sized pieces, yeah? Oh, stop! Hammer time! Remember the website mentioned in this episode? Head to foreverisfallen.com, sign up as a bounty hunter, and use it to experience online escape rooms, find hidden content, and play with other bounty hunters. There's a lot of cool shit out there. Have fun.